with a couple of wackos, shaking my hips and dipping my fat toe in the water. Dipping in the water. This party's getting hotter. It's so hot, it's stupid. It's podcast time. Your ball grabber friends will talk about bear disclaims. We met the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we're here talking about Adventure Time from Season 1, Episode 1, all the way to the end. Woo! Yeah! How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Um, it's a It's been a very restful and chill weekend. Yeah. It hasn't been lazy, but it has been relaxing at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been pretty busy, but... Except for the nap. Yeah, we did take a long nap yesterday yeah we did it was awesome but it's good yeah naps are like legit naps are legit they're good the good way to you know um 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 boister the <laughs> guts <laughs> <laughs> and master the elements sure mm-hmm. i'm making less and less sense by the sentence you've been listening to a lot of av- or watching a lot of avatar haven't you <laughs> i have I feel like those last two comments of mine were a mix between Adventure Time and Avatar The Last Airbender. It was, yeah. Yeah. By the way, I've gotten into Avatar The Last Airbender now that it's on Netflix. Oh, really? Yes, I'm loving that show so much. I'm a little late for the game, but it's all good. I have a lot to binge. Well, I mean, I think that, you know, needing a new new show is not bad. And, uh, like, speaking of which, we are finishing Mad Men. Well, I'm finishing Mad Men. You're kind of coming in and out. And then yeah. we're going to watch The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Been pretty good. Yeah. Liking it so far. Yeah. 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 So we hope all the listeners are doing awesome right now. Yeah. I know a lot of people are still stuck inside, but the sun is shining. So maybe you can uh, you know, open that window a little bit. Yeah. Let in that air. Do it. Breathe yeah. in. <sighs> <sighs> all together now. Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> They can hear my disgusting, indoor clogged up nose. Oh, you're gross. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Smell them boogies. Uh, uh, so, yeah. we are in for two, I guess, I almost want to say that these episodes kind of uh, stand apart from the rest of the season as far as, like, the feel. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But uh, we'll get back into that more later. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of cool. I mean, it's like both of these episodes are pretty cool. I like them. I liked um, Beauty Be- Beautopia, um, which was really really neat, and again builds more world for us. We met Susan Strong from Bad to Worst. It was just a fun, interesting um, little episode, and uh, a callback to Slumber Party Panic, which was really legit. And I just think that as the show moves forward, it just gets better and better, and I love it. Yeah, I'm so glad that you're the one to start with uh, Slumber Party Panic because I keep calling it Slumber Party Massacre because that's the name of this really. <laughs> Really bad 80s slasher movie. (laughs) I do love it. Every time I mention that episode, I call it Slumber Party Massacre. (laughs) So thank you for correcting me in advance. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) You're some some kind of sorcerer. (laughs) Um, So should we get to it? Let's do it. All right. Season three. Oh my goodness, I can't believe we're in season three already. I know, I can't believe we're this far into season three. No kidding. We're yeah, like half, awesome. halfsies. We're halfway there to the end of season yeah. three. Yeah, man. And then we get bananas. up to I don't know if this is my favorite season and the next one is, but it's one of the two, and I'm so glad to be in the thick of this one because I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, me too. Totes. All right, so season three, episode 13, From Bad to Worse, and season three, episode 14, Beautopia. Yeah. All right, so From Bad to Worse has an IMDb rating of 8.1. It has a its overall number, 65, directed by Larry Leachlider, Cole Sanchez, written and storyboarded by Kat Osborne and Somnave Isaiaphone. Original air date was October 24th, 2011, and it had 2.22 million U.S. viewers. 2.22. Not bad. Not bad. You can see it, like, gradually rising up as the series goes. Totally. The title card shows a few of the 
Adventure Time regulars. It's like uh, Finn and Jake and LSP running through a graveyard trying to get away from candy zombies. Yeah, and it's it's like all the candy people are just like off-brand candy people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like none of them look like regular arm. characters. I think yeah, it's yeah, like a big worm in the background. Um, yeah. I'm trying to do what you normally do and catch these small details. <laughs> and I'm catching that the design of it with like the fog and everything reminds me of like a 1950s, 1940s Hammer, or not Hammer, uh-huh. uh, Universal Horror movie. Oh, yeah. It's super I love cool. that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, can I just say that LSP, again, shines in this episode? Yeah. this is her season for sure she is so legit we go from like an abundance of ice king and now we're going to abundance of um lsp and it it's just really um really funny how they're taking these secondary characters and bringing them to the forefront yeah they're really starting to experiment with them more and you could tell again like you said like throughout the season they're playing kind of favorites with which characters they want to get more into Mm -hmm. and this is totally lsp's part of the season and i'm loving every minute of it I mean, I love, love, loved her in the creeps, and and so it was fun that she's again, um, um, here in this episode, and she's just so funny. I yeah, and honestly, I don't think this episode would be half of what it is without LSP in it. True. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so on to the synopsis. The episode begins with Finn, Jake, Lady Rainicorn, and LSP running from candy zombies and just barely escaping to the castle in the Candy Kingdom. And it's cool because they do like these flashes, like boom, and then like show they're running, and then they do another one. It was really dramatic. Yeah, the, the movie trailer fade. Mm-hmm, they did. Um, they see Princess Bubblegum, who for some reason is smiling during all of this, and are informed that while she was experimenting with candy zombie tissue, Cinnabon came into the room and informed her that he was hungry. With exasperation, she stated, not now, Cinnabon, and turned her back to compu- continue with her science experiment. When she turned her back, Cinnabon was like, hmm, this piece of candy flesh looks good. And so he starts, like, taste testing it, and it's like this highly contagious zombie tissue, and then he eats the whole sample. This causes him to be infected and turning into a zombie, and then he proceeds to infect the entire Candy Kingdom while Princess Bubblegum narrowly escapes. Yeah, and this piece of infected flesh, by the way, like, it doesn't look like candy. It it legit looks like rotten flesh. It's so gross yeah, looking. Yeah, dude, it's disgusting. And he's just like, this looks delicious. It looks like one of those fake vomit-like things that kids would get um, at the joke store. Yeah, those always grossed me out as a kid. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, we're going to start... You know, we like the we like acronyms here, LSP stuff like that. So I like that we're calling him Cinnabon instead of Cinnamon Bun. Yeah, because I think it's fun. You know, it's I a used fun to nickname work for him. as Cinnabon, and yeah. so like that's just how that's my cadence. And also, we want people to know that we do know his name. We're just shortening yeah. it. Yes. And uh, I like it. Yeah, me too. So yummy, yummy in my tummy. Yum. So while LSP is. <laughs> <laughs> While LSP is on uh, coming up with a cure, a cami bursts through the window and bites her on the shoulder, dragging her outside. So as she's turning into a zombie, she yells to Finn to use science. And all she could manage to say was, just let science do the work. Science is murder. And then she's all grossified. So LSP then pushes Finn away from the window and hits zombie Princess Bubblegum with a board and nails the board to the window. By the way, she only puts up like two boards total and like half the window is still exposed with the zombies trying to get through. It's hilarious. It is. It's legit not sufficient to keep zombies out, but whatever. Yeah, like like many plans <laughs> in the show, it's not a good long-term one. Exactly, exactly. It just speaks to, it's not carelessness, but it's just like a cartoonish, well, two should be good enough and golly, we're going to do it. You know, like yep. I just don't know how to explain it, but it's like that that cartoon logic. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like the animators know that it's not a good solution, but it just adds to the, the humor of it. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So Finn says they're going to have to make their own formulas using the notes that PB left to cure the Candy Kingdom. And then it goes into this great science montage where they're like pouring liquids into various beakers. And it shows like so they broke up the, the notes and like Lady and Jake are using some, um, LSP is using some, and... 
Finn is using some and they're just kind of like, it like goes through these different pictures and you know, I'm a good sucker for a montage. So it was oh, totally yeah. my jam, jam. I'm so glad that you are. Cause I'm also a sucker for montage. Yes. They're so great. <laughs> um, so they, um, start to test their cure on candy zombies and Finn starts out with his and it has completely horrible results as evidenced by the name from bad to worse. Um, the candy zombie that got part of the um, part of Finn's cure grows wings and starts to bite the other zombies, then causing them to grow wings. wings. So not only are they zombies that are going around biting people, but now they're flying zombies. And they yeah. can... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just... I'm just laughing at the thought because I was remembering that part. And I'm like, yeah, that was... A- it was it, hilarious. It was hilarious. <laughs> they pan to a view of Starchy hanging out on the top of a building. He's like, Starchy's sure glad he's not down there with all the zombies. You want to do it, Matt? <laughs> Starchy sure is glad he's not there with all those zombies. And oh, wait, that was terrible. He do a little dance, but then he's grabbed by a pineapple guy who's flying through the air. And Starchy's then thrown into the window and breaks through the wood that LFD had nailed up. <laughs> You laughed so hard during that scene. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. It was so, so funny. Oh, it's great. I couldn't <laughs> you know help something it. was gonna like, happen. It was just like I was dying. <laughs> I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> Poor innocent Starchy. <laughs> so Finn and the rest of the group escape to the top of the castle to continue and try to, you know, cure the zombies. And LSP then drops her formula to some of the zombies and it does nothing but give them enlarged, glossy lips. So, of course, LSP gets excited and she wants to have plump, beautiful lips and jumps out the window to lick up the cure. And as she's sucking up the cure, surrounded by zombies, she ends up getting turned into one herself because, of course, that's going to yeah. happen. <laughs> so Jake and Lady Raincorn then test their formula, but it only makes the zombies stronger. So it's just like, like the title suggests, from bad to worse, o- over and over again. It's so funny. LSP was like, oh, my gosh, I want those lips. She's so vain. And she's like, I'm going to be the sexiest one for Brad. And like, <laughs> jumps down and like forgoes any sense of safety just so she can get plump, luscious lips. Oh, look at these lips. <laughs> and when the zombies get stronger, it's like, like all of a sudden they got pumped like massive steroids and like their arms grow these huge muscles. And <laughs> it's just crazy. They got these muscled flying zombies. Yep. So the candy zombies use their new abilities to reach the top of the castle and attempt to bite the group. So they retreat to the lab. And the zombie candy cane guy, so they think they're safe, but candy gay guy is in the lab hiding in um, a large closet. As they're trying to, they tip over the closet and they put a plant on top of it to keep the door shut so he can't get out. But in the process of that, he ends up biting Jake, um, who the the zombify powers start like going down his arm. And so he starts stretching out to prolong the effects. And he tells Lady, oh, I'm going to be fine, but realizes that he's soon going to become a zombie. And he whispers to Finn that he'd better hurry up with that cure. So he goes on to the sealed science shower and is soon turned into a zombie. Lady Rainicorn feels sorry for him and lets him out of the shower only to be bitten, turning her into a zombie. Yeah. Yeah, this scene actually, I feel... Actually, I'll get into it in in final thoughts afterwards, but I got some stuff to say about this scene. Okay. So the candy zombies break into the lab. Finn grabs the notes, beakers, science, the rat, the, the rat's name is science, and chemicals on a cart and locks himself into the science shower (laughs) Mm -hmm. that was redundant i said that twice so as he sits in the shower alone he apologizes to everyone and finds it funny that he doesn't know who science is and then the rat points to the label that has its name on the tank and finn realizes that science is the name of pb's rat (laughs) i feel like i've butchered those last couple sentences so try to keep up (laughs) so finn lets science out of his cage who then directs finn on how to put together the cure finn takes the antidote and tests it on Jake. It's hilarious. Because he's like, yeah. he pours it over the top of the shower onto Jake to cure him. But Jake is still surrounded by zombies. So as soon as he cures him, he's bitten by zombies again and turned into one. <laughs> so Finn, trying to get the antidote to all the Candy Kingdom, decides that he's going to cover himself with the antidote. And then jump into the crowd of zombies as they break into the science shower. So then, 
after that happens, you're like, oh no, Finn, what's going to happen? We flash forward to Royal Dave apologizing, which is the next day. All yeah. the candy people are back to normal and are all apologizing to each other for biting one another. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry for biting you. <laughs> um, Princess holds a medal walking up to Finn and she tells him to stand aside so she can award science with a medal for his heroics. Yeah. And for once, it doesn't end very abruptly. Like, that's a legit ending. Yeah, dude. So yeah. what did you think? What were your first thoughts about this? Okay, so it's been a few years since I've watched both this episode and the one after. Mm-hmm. And I, I was remember having fond memories of this one. I think as far as like a, a zombie movie parody goes, like the very first episode of the series was um, Summer Party Panic. Yeah, I feel like this one did a better job with it. And I think it's better written, better animated. I think the show has a better sense of its characters now. Mm-hmm. So I think it's an all around better episode than the first one is. But still, I don't really love this one. Um, nope. I thought LSP was really funny. I do think it does a good job in particular of spoofing the movie Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Because it borrows a lot of elements from that. Sure. But um, yeah, I think it's all right. How about you? Interesting. So I really enjoyed this episode. I like a good ensemble episode um, where they really, they play each of the characters off of each other. Um, and they also, I mean, they left Finn and Jake to be like, Finn was clearly the leader of this outfit, but um, he really was so, he was not in his element um, using like the, like having to create this antidote. And so it was just so interesting how quickly Princess Bubblegum got taken down. Right. And I just thought it was interesting how they figured it out and how she essentially created a way, a pathway for them to be successful by training her like crazy smart rat. Yeah. and it took some critical thinking skills from from Finn to realize that and be like, oh, you're, you're science. Um, so I don't know. Like, I really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was cute. I thought it was funny. I thought there was a lot of good parts. I laughed. I literally laughed out loud. Literally. Yeah. Um, I, <clears throat> excuse me. And it, it just was, it was just fun. It was a fun episode. You bring up a good point with how Finn has to work out of his element to solve the problem. This one, like, he can't just punch his way out of the situation. Yeah. And that is a really cool aspect. And now that you've um, got me thinking about that, like, it, it does bring the episode up a notch for me. And I think it was really creative how they um, did, um, like, the various, the various what the outcome was for the various antidotes that everybody made. Um, yeah. It wasn't like obvious, like, I mean, maybe the, the beautiful glossy lips for LSP, but like the strength and um, the flying wasn't like an obvious, it wasn't like the guys turned into a rainbow because lady Rainicorn worked on one, you mm-hmm. know, I just think it was just clever. And then the little bits that, that the creators give you like starchy dancing and then like, just like, Oh, just kidding. And he gets eaten, you know, bitten by the, the uh, zombies. I just think this episode is, is really, it's actually pretty strong and it can, even though it's calling back to the first, you know, summer party panic, it's pretty, pretty great. Awesome. I'm glad you liked it as much as you did. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just one that I need to watch again. I don't know if I just wasn't in the right headspace or something, but I was just like, yeah, it was all right. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, well, I I do think that the starchy part is the best part of the episode. Yeah, you were so into that. You thought it was hilarious. Oh yeah, so good. Best joke in the episode. And what are, one of the things that you brought out is that it feels like a gumps goosebumps book. A dumps. <laughs> Quiet. A, deuce, a goose dumps book. Uh, a a goosebumps book. book. It does. Like this episode has like the feel of a goosebumps book, where you have kind of like, and this is something that's come up more than once this season, where the show's gotten really good with building suspense in a scene to a surprising degree like when um jake is running like trying to outstretch his arm so that he doesn't get completely infected Mm -hmm. and like you know you have all the zombies trying to break in from outside i was like this is actually this is a suspenseful scene but it doesn't go too far away from you know being lighthearted. and i do i i got the feeling of a goosebumps book there where you know they're made to scare kids but they're still fun to read and weren't going to give you nightmares yeah, I mean, I think that this episode gives, I agree with the suspense piece. I, I think it gives you just, this is just a good time. The story is a good time. It's not like a breather. It doesn't feel like a breather episode. It doesn't feel like a world building episode, but it's just a, a, a good adventure of a, it's like, okay, let me take it back. It's like when the Simpsons do the 
uh, Treehouse of Horror. Yeah. And you have like those themed episodes and you're just like, oh my gosh, this is really good. And it was like that special treat. That's how I felt with this episode. Awesome. Yeah, it's like a Halloween special almost. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? Uh, this was released in late October. That's right. So th- this is yeah. a Halloween episode. Yeah. Holy cow. Nice. We're learning things. All the things. <laughs> was See, there anything it, it, you didn't like about this episode? I'd written down that I didn't like when Lady Rainicorn set zombie Jake free so easily. Because we've seen in the past, like anytime that they've teamed up with, with Lady... She's always the most clever of the three of them. Like, she's the most level-headed. So I feel like she would be smarter than that. Yeah, I agree. I was, like, really surprised that that, that happened. I mean, I get it that she was, like, she, they're, like, you know, partners and, and, and in love and all that stuff. But, like, she's like, oh, okay, I'll let you out and just opens the door. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. That, that felt very out of character. And, like, I, you know, I I generally don't, like nitpick little like all the little details and stuff like that but i was just like that's not something lady would do yeah yeah i agree i totally agree with that i thought the same thing is there anything you didn't like i do think that the cartoon logic in this worked out um it didn't feel like some of the other episodes where you're like yeah that's cartoon logic and it's just not doing it for me but i really really liked it a lot i thought it was pretty rad good i'm really glad yeah, That's so cool. Hey, this is uh, one of the first episodes of the season where we weren't like right around the same opinion level. Like, I know. So that's I don't cool. Know I'm glad. I'm not. I, I was thinking about where we're going to rank this episode, and I don't, I think we're going to have to do some negotiation on this. Yeah. Yes, we are. Yep. 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 I, I don't dislike it really. Like it's it's just not one of my favorites. Yeah, and that's okay. It's cool. Yeah. Matt, um, where was the snail? Ooh, the snail was in the window, all the way to the right right after the zombies get flying powers from Finn's antidote. Did you catch him this time? I didn't. Did you? I did not. (laughs) Fail. (laughs) I thought for some reason you did see him. No. Oh, wait, maybe I did. I can't remember. Oh, golly. Snail Watch 2020. Snail Watch 2020. Oh, my goodness. All right, Matt, what was your favorite line? Oh, my glob. Look at these luscious lips. LSP. So that was another thing, is I had a hard time finding a favorite line in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what's your favorite line? Also, LSP, I knew you want this body, but you can't have it. You can't have it. It's LSP, <laughs> and she is so freaking hilarious in this. Oh, man. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. LSP really steals the show here. So they, like, really, I don't know if she was like this in the beginning. I mean, I know that there was a level of vanity, but she almost seems, like, hostile to Finn and Jake. But, like, now she's, like their friend and she's like that one friend that everybody kind of likes to hang around but then they're a little too much and you're like yeah i need some space from you and then you're like mm-hmm. miss them and you want to hang out with them again um and it's like that cycle over and over but she's a gem in this episode yeah. and in the last episode i think she's funny it's like they like having her around but she's not the kind of friend that they ever want to take advice from right exactly <laughs> oh brad my heart my heart all right matt why don't you do your impression all right starchy sir glad he's up here i love it good job his little dance yeah what's yours shaking oh sorry shaking his tukus all right this is lsp oh no i'm not getting you by zombies tonight (laughs) excellent I love it. I feel like your LSP it. gets better by the by the impression. I... <laughs> <laughs> My impressions do not get better. <laughs> oh, they sure do. No, I don't. It might get worse. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. Oh, it's true. So I think we got some trivia. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. I see one I'm excited about. Do you want to take the first one? Yeah. More than anything. So as we kind of said earlier, this episode involves the candy zombie plague that first appeared in Silver Party Panic. Yeah. Yep. So this next one I'm really excited about. I'm glad that you dug it up because um, one of the things I was thinking about during watching this episode was Slumber Party Panic has a reference to a movie I love, Army of Darkness, which is kind of like a fantasy adventure comedy. Who's the guy that's like, in it? Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. That's right. Yep. As Ash. 
So yeah. I was like, oh, man, I wish this episode had a, a reference to the Evil Dead series somehow. And I, I guess it does. So Jake's possessed arm could be a reference to the movie Evil Dead 2, as the showrunners have previously shown their fondness of the franchise in Slumber Party Panic when Army of Darkness is referenced. So that's awesome. Because, it uh, is totally awesome. I Evil Dead 2, he gets his hand possessed. Yeah. Sorry. I have to say the piece of Jake, yeah, because Jake's arms, what it does is he's stretching out and the arm like becomes its own entity and starts crawling towards Jake. And so yeah. Jake was like going around the room trying to keep it. And so then he goes into the science shower and he literally like wraps his arm around like a spiral through the shower. So it's like c- cylinder around yeah. him and you watch the plague go up the cylinder until it's like yeah <laughs> totally got him and then this the arm unravels and that's when we see it's that he's awesome. been zombified it it was yeah. so cool so even if you look up on youtube or or something or, or watch this 11 minute episode um it's it's worth it for that part alone i just think yeah it's, cool. it's awesome there's this whole like probably the scene that evil dead 2 is known for is bruce campbell's hand gets zombified mm-hmm. and starts attacking him yeah and doesn't he cut it off and put the chainsaw on there yeah <laughs> he <laughs> his hand and replaces it with a chainsaw it's great stuff great, great stuff <laughs> all right so um when pb says science is morale when she's pulled into the crowd of zombies after being bitten what she was trying to say is science is my rat oh i was trying to figure it out that's awesome yeah 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 my rat Look how every time PB gets like battle damage somehow on the show, she gets disgusting. <laughs> That's funny. We were watching um, the Duke of Nuts again. Or, or, is that is that what it was called, Duke of Nuts? The Duke, yeah, yeah. And she <laughs> gets sprayed with that potion, and then she's all like green and hair sprouting out in various locations. It was really funny. Getting all crazy, yeah. So and then, like when she was melted in the um, the Lich's pit. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> so good. So uh, you had a prediction for this episode based on its title. I sure did. Which was From Bad to Worse. And would you like to hear what that prediction was? Yes, of course. You thought, oh, you thought, based on that name, Finn and Jake are fighting a crew of baddies at the base of a mountain. During the fight, they suddenly are disrupted by an earthquake and the mountain blowing its top to reveal it's actually a volcano. The baddies, Finn and Jake, try to get to safety. Okay, creativity, that sounds awesome. And I'm going to give that an A. Yes. It's getting an A. And that sounds like an episode I'd really enjoy. So, hmm. Hmm. And as far as how close it was to the actual episode. (laughs) I guess technically they're fighting a crew of baddies because they're zombies. Yeah. There's no earthquake. There's no volcano. Baddies. (laughs) Uh, one of the cylinders starts to bubble up, kind of like a volcano. <laughs> We're going to do D+. Plus. Woohoo! <laughs> D+. Plus. Yeah. Yeah, let's see, let's see what your prediction is for uh, Butopia. All right. So, Finn and Jake stumble upon a town with narcissistic townspeople who are obsessed with looks. They see Finn and Jake and decide to give them a makeover. So they, too, will fit in. During the makeover, they're given some tea, which turns them also into narcissists until they realize what happened because of Finn's pure heart. Neat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is probably one of the lamest guesses I've ever made, but what are you going to do? No, not at all. I completely (laughs) disagree with that. Okay. Um, Any last thoughts about this episode? No, I I think I've... Pretty much everything I got to say about this one. How about you? Um, I like it. I think if you want a good time, if you want, you know, watch the creeps, then watch this one. That's kind of yeah. It's a good double feature. Yeah, totes. Totes. All right. Are you ready to go on to the next episode? I sure am. How about you? I am. I am. I am. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. Beautopia. IMDb rating of seven point seven overall. Episode number 66, directed by Larry Leachlider, Cole Sanchez, written and storyboarded by the talented Adam Muto and even more talented Rebecca Sugar. Original air date, November 7th, 2011, and it had 1.92 million U.S. viewers. A little drop in viewers since that last one. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Which is interesting because I would have thought that uh, a Susan Strong episode would uh, bring a lot more people in. Yeah. And the title card shows what is even happening here? It's showing like a a, a a city enclosed in what looks like a giant, almost snow globe. Yeah. And there's and like, a, like a big dome. light on the top of the middle of a tower. And the letters that spell up Utopia make it look like an ad for like a, a vacation spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's pictures in each of them. So they've got a sailboat, a diving board with a diver into a pool, beach volleyball, torches with flames, a tunnel, shopping, yeah. a park, a smiling person, and a large tower. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty, uh, pretty uh, cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Before we start this, I want to just say that I really liked this episode for its animation and imagery. It was really mm-hmm. cool. Absolutely. Like, right off the bat, you could tell that they put some effort into this one. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty, it's it's neat. And uh, again, I really think that uh, it's, it's, it's a good watch. All right. All right. So Finn and Jake are inside one night talking about coffee. Here we find out that Finn's favorite is hazelnut, which is also Woo! my favorite. Absolutely. It's like all we have in our cupboard. It absolutely is. <laughs> and I love it. Um, and Finn starts joking. What if your name was Zelnut? People would be like, Hazelnut. <laughs> Jake's like, stop. <laughs> Jake can't handy, handle the cheesy jokes and smothers him jokingly. And then they hear banging. All of a sudden, Susan Strong bursts through the wall from the outside she says that she needs Finn's help because of his hero heart. She also adds that she needs Finn's magic, the quote, red flower for fire. Yeah. So then Jake tries to convince Finn that Susan's completely nuts based on their last meeting. And despite this, Finn still wants to help her out and tells Jake that he's going to do it anyway, uh, whether he's joining or not. And Jake remarks that he's only coming to be disruptive and obnoxious. And he is <laughs> throughout the episode. <laughs> So the duo are taken to the underground cave of the humans. <laughs> <laughs> Not humans, but humans. Humans. So <laughs> as they come to a body of water um, that they have to cross in order to get to their location. Susan thinks that they should swim and pushes Finn's head into the water, accidentally starting to drown him. Jake pulls her away, though, in time, and Finn takes off his hat while catching his breath. Susan seen that Finn has no gills and she then decides that they'll take a boat ride down the river. It's funny when he has his hat, he's like, like sucking in trying to get air and like his hat's turned all wonky and oh, so yeah. like sucking in his <laughs> mouth outline through the hat. It's kind of funny. Yeah, it's great. While they're um, boating down the underground river, Jake sings the song, I'm on a boat, which I love. So good. Sit um, on a boat with a couple of wackos. You're going to have to play that song. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm totally putting it into this. Yeah. Yeah. While they're um, drifting along, a pool toy starts to pass them. And Susan panics, telling both Finn and Jake to keep quiet because it was a lub glub. Lub glub. So they attempt to cross the clashing gates, which is like, you know, these two gates that are are literally clashing together, like gigantic, like you shall not pass kind of deal. Mm-hmm. But the boat is broken in two when they're trying to get through it. So eventually they reach the city and several love gloves come out. And uh, Jake is convinced that they're just normal pool toys and hits one with his pickaxe hand, disrupting an obnoxious. <laughs> this causes all the trouble. So love gloves all turn to the true form and attack the group. They're like these giant oily black masses with sharp teeth. Did you ever see, oh, what's it called? My name is Batty. My logic is already. Oh, yeah, uh, Ferngully. Ferngully, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the love clubs look like the manifestation of, yes, the oil spill. Yeah. That is what I thought of when I saw these. Slime beneath me. Ooh, slime Slime up above. above. So good. (laughs) (laughs) Toastic love. (laughs) Yeah, I love hexes. (laughs) One of my favorite animated villains ever. <laughs> By the way, I might, I might like Fern Gully. I love Fern Gully. I love it, <laughs> honey. We need to watch Fern Gully. Absolutely. It, oh, I'm sure it does not age well at all. 
Robin Williams is in it, and I, I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. For, uh, Robin Williams and Tim Curry can't go wrong. No, totally. <laughs> so good. But yeah, that's what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they all the Love Gloves attack the group, and Susan's freaked out. But she's like, I'm freaked out, but I'm also strong. And so she decides to help Finn. We got a little arc for Susan there. Yeah. Who, um, despite her being jacked, like just completely muscle bound, is afraid of almost everything up to this point in the show. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool to see her like get over that fear and join the fight. So her and Finn are fighting and then Jake goes to put the fire in the city heart. But he lollygags for like way too long. And these things start attacking him, but he gets the fire going. And when he does, all the love gloves die, leaving only their pool toy shells. Yeah, Jake was like a non-believer. And then all of a sudden he sees these like black love gloves. And he's like, oh, oh, this is real. Oh, I understand why she's terrified. Oh, crap, man. And yeah, yeah, then he's on board to help out. (laughs) He still goofs around anyway. Yep. Um, after this point, it cuts to all the humans <laughs> moving back to the city. Susan tells Finn he should stay, but Finn claims he's not like her. But Susan then takes his hand and puts it under her hat onto her neck. Ugh. Finn is surprised by what he felt and says, Susan, but is interrupted by Jake, who bought a bunch of soft pretzels and put them on the boat. As they leave, Finn waves goodbye to Susan. Yeah, yeah. He- who cares if she's human or not? He's got these pretzels that need to be taken home. Wow. <laughs> Only if there's cheese dipping sauce. Um, hello. Yeah, maybe a little bit of salt. <laughs> it really ends in a really touching way. Yep. Um oh, it like my heart was like, oh my gosh. Um, when she takes his hand and puts his hand on her neck to feel, and I only assume and we know moving on, but like that she doesn't have gills, so she's not like the people that she's living with. Yeah. And man, how much that must like jack up Finn, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, oh look my on gosh, I'm not the only. I'm not the only human. Yeah, it's awesome. I that moment is a that's a strong one to end on for this episode, especially given how completely goofy it all is up to that point. Well, it's again, it's like this. So it's a world building episode and it's um, we have these terrifying creatures attacking them. Um, Finn and Jake being brought in and like the middle of this, you know, uh, historic battle between the love gloves and the humans. <laughs> but, you know, I just it's like she is this, the the Finn and Jake to the underground people. Yeah. She's the champion. She is. She totally is. I love this episode so much. Awesome. Oh, man. So, didn't love it. No! What? <laughs> I know. It's what? weird, right? I How think. I love this episode. I do think this episode has its, its shining moments, but ultimately, I don't know why. I just felt like it was kind of run of the mill as far as like the story what? goes. I know. What? It's weird. Matthew, who are you? I know. And, and believe me, guys, you know. I'm a sucker for the show. And most of the time I say, love it. Don't have any problem with it. Both these episodes, I just thought were just kind of like, eh. Okay. We're not talking about the past episode. We're talking about this current episode. Yeah. Okay. First off, he likes the same coffee as you do. Second of all, Susan Strong, period. Third of all, there was Jake being obnoxious and distracting. (laughs) And he had a, like, quickly like a what is the word a a a song for you to sing to Mm -hmm. then it has creepy villains which is totally your jam absolutely and then it had heart at the end how could you not love this episode i know it's weird i don't know what it is i don't want to compare it to other susan strong episodes but there are definitely susan strong episodes i prefer way over this one especially the first one with her but and I, and it's it's not fair to compare it to other episodes just um involving Susan Strong. So just like as a whole, I don't know something about this episode just doesn't gel for me. Like it's again, there are aspects I love, like the ones you pointed out. But I don't know. I, it's got to be just the like? story or something. It was just like, eh, what what that? what about this doesn't do it for you? I'm just curious. I really do think it's just the adventure itself in this one. It just wasn't that engaging to me. 
It's strange. And I love the animation of it. Like this, I should love this episode, but for some reason I don't. I think it's kind of okay. Wow. <laughs> I, know. I don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We've been spoiled by season three up to this point. I can't believe we're so divided on this episode. I know. I'm really surprised shocking. too. I am I shocked. Were... My world has been shooken. I thought for sure you're going to be on the same page as me with this one. Not even a little. Like at, in my notes, um, I put Susan and Finn make a connection. I want more. Like Absolutely. I thought this episode was so good. I thought it had a little bit of everything that we love about Adventure Time. And it is like, I would watch this again, hands down. And I really enjoyed it a lot. I would also definitely watch this one again, but it's not one I'm ever going to go out of my way to watch on its own. Wow. I totally would. I'm glad. That's awesome. <laughs> and I would happily watch it again with you. Well, yeah, you'll watch anything with Adventure Time for the yes. most part. Yep. <laughs> so that means yeah. nothing to me, Matthew. <laughs> 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 oh goodness I, yeah i do get a good chuckle out of like the jake antics of this one and susan ex like accidentally almost drowning finn with her strength yeah but so what are the thoughts you got on this one i've made my i've said my piece all right again <laughs> there there is stuff that i like <laughs> all right all right where was the snail so the snail was on the back of the chair as finn chants hazelnut all right. Snail Watch 2020. Snail Watch. Oh, wait. Here we go. I wrote down a couple things I liked. Okay. Well, this isn't so much something I liked. It's, it's just a connection. Um, last week, we had two episodes that are movie spoofs. And this week, we have two that are sequels to past episodes. Which is kind of cool. And I did write that the quest itself feels like a side quest in like a Zelda or Final Fantasy game. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty cool. I, I think it was formulaic in the in the in terms of they have to get past these obstacles in order to accomplish the goal, and they have to work together as a team in order to get it done. But yeah, kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what was your favorite line? Oh, I'm coming with you, if only to be disruptive and obnoxious. So as soon as yeah. I heard that line, I knew you were writing it down, and I was like, huh, I wonder if Matt has this tattooed somewhere on his body. <laughs> oh, I have also used it in conversation today. <laughs> oh, no, have. yesterday. Yeah, You told me about that. A friend of mine was going on a date. I was like, oh, I'll be your wingman, if only to be disruptive and obnoxious. <laughs> and the response was, I don't need a wingman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, So what's your favorite line? We can trust Susan. She's on the trolley. And that was Finn. That is a great one. Good Finnism. Uh, do you want to give me an impression? All right. Mine is Susan Strong. You have brave heart. Susan! Awesome. She was nervous and then she had, she got the courage and bravery to go and fight the love gloves, even though it was scary. And then she like, that's her charge. She like yells out her name. By the way, I must say, you sounded just like Susan Strong when you said it. Oh, awesome I like her. There. I like her a lot. Hmm. And that's I, I love Susan Strong. She's one of my favorite characters. Hmm. 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 Yeah. Hmm. My person's going to be Jake. This party's getting hotter. It's so hot, it's stupid. <laughs> That's from his song. It was so good. I love that song. Me too. One of my favorite goofy songs on the show. All right. So we have some trivia. During the scene where a love glove is chewing on what appears to be Fiona's hat, there is large piles of skulls in the background. The skulls are almost all wearing animal-themed hats. And one skull in particular wears what looks like Finn's hat, only black instead of white this means that the humans most likely got their hats in butopia possibly left over from a store that was selling them before the place was destroyed the entirety of butopia is made up of shops and restaurants so it was like a tourist kind of area yeah cool. yeah love those little details mm -hmm. so it's likely that finn learns here that susan is actually a human not a human when he feels under her hat, although this is not revealed to viewers until the episode Dark Purple. Yeah. So the only reason I know she's not, I haven't seen all the episodes, but it's been spoiled for me by Matthew. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I still like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. No, I thought somebody emailed us about a question we had and that was, and that's what spoiled it. 
No, I already knew, bro. From oh, never mind. Yeah, from like talking about it with you, bro, bra. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. I'll try I to. Sorry. I'll try to erase that memory, like Men in Black style. <laughs> Putting it in the vault. <laughs> in the vault, gone. <laughs> so let's do some predicting. Oh yeah. So your prediction for this episode, based on the title, Butopia. Finn and Jake stumble upon a town with narcissistic townspeople who are obsessed with looks. It's okay. So funny. That's like the total opposite of the humans. <laughs> like, I know, right? So that, that just gave me a little jungle. So they, they see Finn and Jake and decide to give them a makeover so that they'll fit in too. During the makeover, they're given some tea, which turns them into narcissists until they realize what happened because of Finn's pure heart. So what that kind of reminds me of is the City of Thieves episode. Oh, yeah. Where they stumble across this town full of thieves, and the longer they're there, the more they start to become thieves themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they get, they, you know, redeem themselves in the end because of Finn's pure heart. So, creativity? Um, that is plagiarism. <laughs> plagiarism? <laughs> I'm it's not plagiarism. But it's similar to a past episode, and I can't give everything an A, so I'm going to give that a, a, a C+. Plus. Natasha I would agree. See. <laughs> um and as far as how close it was i'm also gonna give this one a d plus like the last one damn it they can't, <laughs> they, they can't all be zingers those were two bad grades again i would really like to see the rubric here sir. um the magician does not reveal his secrets well the magician <laughs> is wonky oh i never well you can still redeem yourself with a prediction for our next episode, which is Fine. called No One Can Hear You. And the pressure's on because I adore this episode. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Pressure is on. I'm so excited to get to that one. All right. Finn and Bimo are sifting through a dump to find cool items, like the trash table that we got from the dump and now we use in our backyard. They find a magical remote control that can mute people at Finn's will. He tries it on Jake, much to Jake's chagrin. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> what? No, that's just a very um, I uh, I'm engaged in that and I want to know where that story goes and maybe we'll find out in the next episode. Maybe you should write, it, write a story and marry it. <laughs> maybe we should take a picture and marry it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I love we it. <laughs> by the way good i'm glad well that'd be Before a spoiler to... for my rating sorry oh my god <laughs> sorry i keep interrupting you there's a, that was there's a... so hard because we're in two different rooms and i can't read your body language and see you when you're talking and see you each other a billion times and i hate I it it's like a one second lag and yes. so yeah anyway <laughs> we got some uh we got some uh you know what Hold on, before we go to listener feedback. <laughs> Any last thoughts on these two episodes? Um, I thought they were both very okay. And I wouldn't mind watching either one again. But there have been so many awesome episodes this season that it, maybe, I, maybe I am just spoiled by what we've seen so far. And if we put these two episodes in like the first or second season, I might have liked them a little more. Okay, that's fair. Um, I disagree. I think that these are great episodes. I think that if you want a, a easy or a fun and funny episodes, check these out. These are not top 10 episodes for me, but they definitely are not middle of the road. They're like top 15 episodes. All <laughs> like right. They're, they're great. I love them. I think they're fun. I really enjoyed seeing more of Susan. I can't wait to see what happens with her. Um, and I loved how all the pieces especially of Butopia, came together for such a beautiful episode oh. um and and i thought that um the callback to slumber party panic and the um, ensemble episode of sorry my mind went blank for a second <laughs> oh uh, all good oh, oh slumber party uh, from panic. bad to worse oh um so the ensemble episode of from bad to worse just like, I thought it was just great. And I think that I would recommend both of these episodes. Hmm. Good. I'm really glad. I'm so glad that we're disagreeing on two episodes in a row for once. I, yeah. I am genuine, genuinely happy about this. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. 
I listen to too many podcasts. And sometimes you'll have um, like a whole group of people that are all on the same page with everything that they review. Yeah. And they'll kind of gang up on one thing or they all completely agree on it. So it's really cool, I think, on occasion to hear uh, two hosts actually disagree on something. I, th- I yeah. think it keeps it interesting. Well, we definitely do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny that you said that these are definitely both top 15 episodes because we're only 14 episodes into the season. <laughs> I hate you right now. I well, they could so be hard. a dead last. Uh, so I met overall, Matthew. I know. I'm messing with you. You're being so mean to me right now. No. Ugh. Um. Okay, guess what? What? It's time for Lister Feedback. Lister Feedback. Woo! All right. So we have one email that we want to read to you from Claudia, who resides in Poland. So that's cool. And Matt's going to read it to you. And it says, I'm listening to your podcast since review of season one episodes, and I love your work. I can't wait till you get to the parts with Lemon Grab's story, Steaks, and the Big Sea Adventure. I'm pretty sure Amy would hate Lemon Grab even more after his arc. And I've recently listened. Yeah. (laughs) I've recently (laughs) listened uh, to the Memory of a Memory episode, and I can say this why Little Marceline doesn't have fangs like Big Marcy is explained in Steaks, the miniseries, inside probably season five or six. I'm excited to catch up with the rest of the podcast episodes. Would you make in the future, or at least at the end of the series, your review of favorite songs from the series? Ooh, uh, yes, by the way, idea. we I, we are totally going to do that. Thanks for the suggestion. And I hope you'll have an amazing time making this podcast and watching the series. Your voices are so nice and sweet. Just perfect for this show and type of podcast. And she says, sorry for any spelling mistakes. English is my second language. Well, uh, Claudia, you did an amazing job considering it's your second language. Thank you so much. Um, you write better than Matt does, and English is his first language. That's absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely speak the language, let alone write it. <laughs> no, thank you, Claudia. We appreciate your kind words. We are totally loving this podcast. We love watching Adventure Time, and we love listeners like you and all of the others who have given us reviews and emailed us and messaged us and um left us voicemail on uh, anchor.fm um we are just just having such a great time yeah we're just floored by the amount of positivity we're getting from everybody it's it's uh it's pretty amazing stuff yeah 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 all right so if you want to reach out to us you can email us at ohmyglawpodcast at gmail.com our um, social media handles for Twitter and Facebook are at Oh My Glob Podcast. You can rate and review us on wherever you get your fine podcasts. Um, or check us out uh, and leave a message on anchor.fm. Absolutely. So, without further ado, I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we'll catch you on the flip. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye. <laughs> it gets a little higher each time. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>